Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Oh, we see you over there. You're just scrolling through your podcast feed and you stumbled on this. You know, I, If you're not excited, you need to be, because we're your friends. And friends come together to do fun things. Come on in. And that's what Take podcasting's all about. And Steve's going to start this friendship you know, if you haven't listened before, we're going to be friends. Steve, tell them that we support veterans. And, uh, you know, if you like Russia, fucking go to Russia and listen to their hunting podcast. Because <laughs> I guarantee you they're not very good. It's probably got some goofy-ass crooked letters in it, too. <laughs> yeah. Some un- useless lines. But, uh, no, we uh, we support our vets here on this show. And uh, I want to give a, the vet shout-out this week. is going to be my good buddy, Bobby Ray Bunch. Uh, Bobby's been uh, a, a great big, name. It is. It's, it's, it's a great name. name. This dude, uh, this dude's been awesome. I, I started doing stand-up with him, and he's uh, absolutely killing it in life right now. Uh, just got to hang out with him last Sunday while he's playing music, and it's awesome, man. I'm, uh, I'm proud of him. want to give him a shout-out. Thank you for your service to this country, and thank you most of all for being my friend. Wow. Appreciate it. Wow. All right. He's good. I'm going to make him listen to this, and he's going to be like, I hate you. This, pod- <laughs> this podcast, as always, is presented by HHA Sports, my favorite site right now from HHA. And it's only my favorite because I'm shooting it right now. Is the Tetra? The Tetra. Are you everyone in here shooting the Tetra? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Kingpin um, for me. You're shooting a kingpin. Yeah. Fi- uh, fixed position or dovetail? Uh, fixed. Um, I will add, if you buy HHA a site or a rest code WCB15. By the way, save yourself a little bit of money. It's a lifetime warranty. So if you're looking for a top quality site or rest with a lifetime warranty you buy something if an accident happens and it breaks you call them they they help you out they either send you the parts you need to fix it they'll fix it or they'll send you a new one it's a one-time buy it's built like a tank already though it, it is, is built like a tank i've shot and i'll just name drop i've shot spot hog the hog father i shot that for years and then i shot um an optimizer kingpin on the dovetail like the compare it'd be like competitor sites and HHA is built with Wisconsin stout steel, baby. It's it's not steel, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. It, it's it's Definitely just not steel. It's built to like I could beat Steve over the head with it and just bludgeon him if I wanted to, but I would never do that. 
But if I did, but I if broke did, it, but if, yeah, if it, I could get another one because it's a lifetime warranty. That's true. How? That's a murder weapon. No, that gets collected as evidence. Nah, no, dude. No, no, they, it in fast <laughs> and then he shoot a twelve yeah. ring right after that. Yeah, you don't worry about exactly. that. <laughs> uh, the podcast is also presented by Scent Crusher. My favorite product from Scent Crusher is the gear bag. Eric, tote. You every time I just want to. See, I'm testing you a little bit, but you stick strong to the tote. I love my tote, man. Doug, gear bag all day. Cameron, closet. Dude, you know it's the Ozone Go, baby. Dude, my car smells like Casey's Pizza year-round, and I have to use that thing, dude. I have beat the holy hell you're, out of You're forced to Ozone Go by Casey's Pizza. Yeah, too. <laughs> it is what it is. But it's, it, it's great. I, I do love my, uh, my gear bag and my closet. is nice. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by North American Whitetail Championship, the number one championship for whitetail hunting. You can win yourself some money. The coolest incentive is if you join, use code WCB25, save a little money there, and you get like a $400 entry package right out of the gate with a Tacticam, broadheads, like all the goodies, lighted knocks, all the stuff that you are probably going to buy anyway. And you, you get to film with your Tacticam, which you're probably going to do anyway if you want a Tacticam, and you submit that. Um, to the guidelines, and you could be in the running to win fifty grand or monthly Ooh. prizes. So mm-hmm. check out North American Whitetail Championship and enter W code WCB twenty five. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Thermoseat, and we love our Thermoseats even more Thermo because seat. they do the seats for Lone Wolf Custom Gear. They make replacement tree stand seats for all your Menard specials that squirrels chewed off. The whole seat, time. and you need a replacement. They make everything you need. They make seats for bleachers, for sporting events, all that stuff. Thermo seat, check them out. Also, Victory Archery. We are all in here shooting rip TKOs. Uh, my favorite arrow. Shot them even before we were sponsored by them, and absolutely in love with them. I'm shooting 60 grain inserts. I think everyone else in here is shooting the factory. Yep, Victory. Yeah, I'm shooting yeah, 60 is. grain Victory inserts, by the way. Uh, podcast also presented by Element Outdoors. Dude, I'm telling you, man, if you are in the market for some camo, which we got we to gotta pester them boys for a promo code, um, because yeah, that's the working class. That, that's the working man's camo the company right there. The best bang for your buck right there. No shit, too, man. It is. It's, it's nice stuff. I'm, I'm putting it to the test uh, when this airs right now. As this airs, I'm out hunting and wearing it. Um, High-quality shit. They have their own camo patterns. You can get real tree. It's quality stuff. It's, it's quality on your wallet. Um, check them out, Element Outdoors. Steve, can cooker. You were cooking in your can cooker while guesting on another podcast a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I was, dude. I've uh, I've cooked a lot of lot of cool shit in there recently. Tell Do me, you, what's the last thing you cooked? On the, it? the last thing I cooked, and I, I was going to tell you guys about this is what I was cooking on that uh, when I did the uh, East Coast podcast. I was cooking a meatloaf that I had. I have one Italian meatloaf. No, I got two left. I'll save one for if I had a Tinder date over, but I, uh, I decided that wasn't going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. I was hungry as shit, and I'm broke, so <laughs> I basically what I did is I uh, I put the water in there, and I put the rack down, and I threw some Worcestershire sauce in there just yep. to give it some aroma flavor, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it, and, dude, I cooked that meatloaf, and it was still kind of on the more frozen side. I only let it thaw for a day. Dude, 35 minutes. That shit was 35 minutes? It took me 35 minutes to cook that thing, yes. I have a backstrap in my fridge right now waiting for the can cooker. See, I, I, was, I was a little nervous to do it in that. You might have to do like the hard sear afterwards or before. I don't know how, how to do it. 
According to this recipe, you just cube it up. I'm going to do like a stew, oh, like right. carrots oh, and potatoes shit. and mushrooms oh, and all that gotcha. shit. Okay, okay. That's the move. That is the move. I'm taking mine to Antelope Camp, and I'm not going to take it to Oregon. But, um, but yeah, check them out. Dude, I'm going to make a great stew one day. <laughs> yeah, you will. And one that day. one day, I mean like Friday. <laughs> what I'm also do. brought to you by Elite Archery. We are all shooting the ritual. I'm shooting a 35. 35. 30. 30. Tempo. I'm shooting the 30, baby. Also, podcast is brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear. LoneWolfCustomGear.com. The DeQuisto Series 1.0. And that stand is changing the game in mobile hunting. And lifetime warranty there. American made. It's made in Michigan. American steel. Not China. And we're very proud of that. Um so it's aluminum, ain't it? Yeah, let's see. What did I say? Steel? You yeah. said steel. Oh my bad. <laughs> That'd be heavy as fuck. That would be <laughs> no shit. Be a boat anchor. Thank you for catching me. Dude, this <laughs> um, it is. It's it's water jetted. It's not cast aluminum like most stands. So it's just one clean piece. It's like half the thickness as your normal cast stands. It's uh, it's pretty incredible. OneWolfCustomGear.com. Use code WCB. Also, Big Time Hunters Blend Coffee and Gator Outdoors. So thank you guys for supporting us, and thank you to our sponsors for supporting us. And so this show we recorded at the Rubline Marketing Office, and where is it? Where was it at? Uh, Trayer, Iowa. Trayer. Yep. Oh, so yeah. we had a good time. Town I'm not sure I ever want to go back to. Steve <laughs> almost got in big trouble. <laughs> Chase is Chase is one of our good buddies, and he has a tendency of getting us drunk. Actually, no, that's just us. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's just us in general. We just show up and we get drunk whether they're there or not. <laughs> well, we showed up for this podcast and there just happened to be a street festival going on. We're like, well, we'll record this podcast and we'll go drink like three beers and we got to go. <laughs> 14, 15, 16, 25 bush lights later. Oh, we're like, white claws. We're like, let's, uh, let's go back to the office. <laughs> so Chase is truly a working class guy. Yes, and that's sure. why we work with a lot of the brands that they work with, and that's why this whole thing works. So we a big thank you to Chase for having us in and being assholes out in Trayer, Iowa. It was a good time, though. It was a great time. <laughs> also, uh, there's a guest spot in this podcast with Billy C. from uh, Wildest Dreams TV. He was good right talk. next to me. And we will have lots of fun stories for the next time Chase is on the podcast nope. about Steve. No, we will not. And, we are uh, never telling that story. Yes, we will. <laughs> so, it's almost a public record. So I mean. It was almost on <laughs> public record. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Anywho, I'll just let this podcast play. I hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll catch you on the next one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just I said we don't need to be professional because we're sitting here in the lobby of the Rubline Marketing booth in absolutely gorgeous Trayer, Iowa. Absolutely middle of nowhere, but this is an awesome office. We got Chase Rolfson. I mean, he kind of like you know run the show here, and I'm sitting next to Billy C. So I actually feel somewhat in good company. And then I got the uh, rest of the guys: Eric, Doug, Kurt. What's up, dude? Well, first of all, thank so, you, Chase, for having us. Yeah, we appreciate it. And letting thank us take over <laughs> your whole office, studio. This is great. Place of business. Building. Let's just say building. The uh, whole building. Well, the whole I, I want to add first, if you ever thought that Rubline Marketing wasn't massive, and you come <laughs> here and see all the shit you guys do, <laughs> dude, it's pretty fucking impressive, man. Yeah, it's yes, awesome. I'm sure. glad you guys got to finally come see it. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this for right? how long? A long time. Like For a couple years, A couple right? years. Oh, yeah, yeah for like, sure. 
2018 well, since ATA, we started like, hey, we should get together at the Rubline office and have a couple beers and kick back. And yeah, and w- and we planned on it, but it just all of our schedules it never worked out. Right. And then finally, I'm like, all right, let's set a date. We'll get the hell out there and make it happen. So that's what we did. So it just worked out this way. Put it on the calendar and call it good. It yep. worked out good. It was awesome. That's the way we got to do it, though, because or else we just fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and, we it never ha- and then it doesn't happen. Right. Now, is this the upgraded building? Did you guys move in here recently? Um, it was about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so we were down the street. We were renting a building. We just started to outgrow it. Um, it was definitely not what you're sitting in now. I mean, it mm-hmm. was way smaller. But it did have a archery lane, which was pretty awesome. Like yeah. we could shoot out to twenty five yards right in the office. I so say we'd come up, come oh, yeah. up for photo shoots and be like, "Ah, oh, let's shoot bows for yep. <laughs> blow everything else off." Yeah. Right. So that part was awesome because you could shoot. Now this this place here, you can't really do the same thing. It's a little bit more structured, a little bit more mm-hmm. professional office yeah. building. This is a legit office, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah, yes. for sure. I figured one of these days, like. Um, my mom and dad figured I had to make something of myself eventually, so I had to try to show them I did something with my life by the time I hit my 40s. Look at me. <laughs> right. right. Instead of just shooting bows in your office. Because I think, I, I think actually one time, I don't remember, we podcasted a few times, and I love, I love doing it. I think at one time I told you the background of my, like I used to have a real job and yeah, that yeah. whole thing. So, of course, the day I told my mom and dad I quit my job and... I was gonna go do this Robline thing. I'm sure my dad was like, "Wow, I'm so proud of him." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not really a good idea, son. Hey, you know what, what the it, best what idea? You? If you're gonna do something like that, like just disappoint your parents, like starting at grade school, like I did, dude. Because right. anything you do is an improvement. Like I have just disappointed my family just so much. At like, well, I'm like, hey, I made my uh, first car payment on time. And they're like, we're proud of you. You're making steps on right. <laughs> this, you ruined our credit, and now our retirement screwed up because of you. And I'm just like, hey, you know, make How's progress. Make progress. It is what it is. One's better than zero. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, one step forward, but like I'm, yeah, I'm like a million miles back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we get here at Rubline. First of all, it's cool because every window on the outside is like decorated and some fancy shit. And I'm a little bummed out. There's not any like working class stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. So What's the deal? We're going to change that. We're going to change that. We get, like, the upstairs window. Right. And it's just Steve in the just window. Steve in just the Steve window. in the window. Yeah, it's just With Steve. his cowboy hat on. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to drive business away? <laughs> Did he get the restraining orders lifted? Get, we're working on it. Okay, let me know, and then we'll get Steve it's in the window. It's like, a process. Who's that giant loser with that stupid-ass hat on over there? We need more sponsors, Chase, from your guys' clients to help okay. us pay for his uh, legal fees. Legal fees? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. Perfect. It's a struggle, but we're, we're struggling through it. We're getting there. Hey, man. Hey, hey one step forward. Right. One's better than zero, bro. <laughs> one's better than zero. <laughs> hey, man, you want a beer? No, I'm cool. Come on, man. One's better than zero, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, for sure. So was it, was it pretty cool when you guys pulled in and got to see the windows? Yeah, and, man. Yeah. I mean, I've seen photos online and stuff, so I kind of like had an idea of what it would be like. But I didn't know. Like, It's a labyrinth of business and video and photography. And it's cool. You got ads up that you guys have done. And I didn't realize some of the, like the thorough processes of it. I mean, it all makes sense, but yeah. you don't think about some of the stuff until you walk through and see it, right? Because um, all the pictures you just see the outside, you don't get to see what goes on. See what goes on yeah. the inside, right? right? Exactly. Like from, I mean, I won't go deep into it, but you just said like you always have outdoor television of X network playing yeah. to see your mm-hmm. clients' ads running, or and it goes deeper than that. But that's just the outer shell of it. I'm like, wow, that makes a ton of sense. Like, yeah, you're watching outdoor television which you probably are sick of. 
I don't, yeah, I don't get a lot of entertainment value out of outdoor <laughs> television anymore. Right, because you're looking at it for business, because right. it's like, that's where you make your money. That's where you help clients make money. And so that's kind of like your inner working, which is cool. It's a cool place. We talked about it. We did a drive-in podcast, a road yep. trip podcast, and the deeper, and you told me this, road and I, I mentioned this on that show, and you told me, because I... We're working hard to work in the industry, make a living at it. You said the more you do this, the less time you have to do why you're in the industry. Yeah. I will tell you guys, like, and people will laugh about this story, but I have to bring it up because a guy who doesn't have a headset on right now but is hanging out in the lobby with us drinking beer is one of my best friends, Rick. So Rick Papelka and I used to run around Tama County and Southern Iowa all the time, and we'd just film, like film like crazy. We'd always have a camera on. And I will promise you the the TV I still love to watch. And we just did this, Rick, like, I don't know, it was, it was maybe a couple months ago. VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. Yes. But you busted them out, didn't We you? busted them out. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes. We drank like a case of beer. <laughs> and well, of course. Each, each, by each. the way. And we watched all of our old footage. And it was terrible. Like <laughs> It was terrible. Like, we, we at would, the time, it was awesome. But yeah, at, at great the time, time, it was, it was awesome. awesome. Yeah. It was hilarious. It's, That's awesome. Like man. in your head, you're like, why are we not big? Why right, not right. Big? Why didn't we make it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think there was one day way, way back, Rick's like, I probably need to go actually pay attention to my day job. And I was like, well, I think I'm going to quit mine and somehow get into the outdoor industry. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? That's awesome. So, yeah. So I still actually borrow a lot of money from him because I didn't, I didn't know. Just, <laughs> this whole outside look, it, right. it's not going as no, well yeah. as it should. No, I was glad you guys got to come through and see it. And Dude, I'm pumped about it, man. It this was, is cool. Yeah. And there's a little street fair going down. Yeah, it's winding, right it's winding stairs. Hey, did you um, plan this? No, I didn't even know. <laughs> it was like, this weekend. Are you, you were supposed shit, to say you shit? You're shit enough, right? Swear to Chase, God. You're supposed to be like, dude, we knew you guys were coming in. We, we called, called them in. People. Yeah, we called Cody, Cody Hicks. Hicks. Yeah. Cody Hicks in. <laughs> yeah, Cody Hicks is playing Spent down the street. You know, like, we're not on the fucking windows when we get here. You know, you <laughs> you could at least lie to us about the band, you know. We at least get backstage patches, I right? thought we were yeah. Rublines podcast mm-hmm. here, man. What are we... We did have a case of beer waiting for you. You know? Hey, okay. That was well, half yeah, gone, yeah, half yeah. gone yeah. when we got here. I'm going to assume we're here all the way. By the way, where do you get 24 packs? Those are vintage, dude. That shit is awesome. But look what happened, okay? So you had no idea... That you were going to have a professional model come sit in on the podcast. Yeah, I mean that was look at that bonus, <laughs> Lord. Like, dude, I'm not. It's an attractive man, right? You know, there. It, right. Uh, that's an attractive man. Billy C is a, is a good looking. Like, I'm going to watch, you know, your show and just be like, man, I sat next to that dude. Do I'm going to I'm going to say we can definitely get into <laughs> Wild the Streams, but no way does Billy get off that easy. No way. We're going to first say why he was really here. Okay, okay. let's do that. Then we'll plant the seed on on the show. Yeah, oh, we can talk God. about the show a little bit. But I'm going to go ahead and just sell him out right away. He will do anything for a dollar. Ladies. Ooh. Ladies. All right. Okay. Oh. Don't tell Steve that. Man, you look now. at him. These girls, you're going to get the bargaining right. girls. Like, what about 75 cents? So I call Billy. Pumpkin. Right. Weekends are two for one. My guy. Happy hour. Steve's 0 and 52 on Tinder. Things are looking dark. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's not good. I, have, I haven't tried to do you want some pictures here. from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah Steve. Can, can I use your headshot and your dude? Can Steve's you just take Tinder your shirt off? Will be him and <laughs> him next together. You got to guess who it right. is. Right. Hey, I'm sure there's someone here that works at Rubline that can take your head, Steve, and put it on his right. body. Dude. <laughs> no, so I got to get into this. So one thing we do pride ourselves in. I promise I'm not going to get all professional and stuff, but we have to shoot a ton of photography. We do a tremendous amount of video shoots for our clients. This hey, time, move right? your mi- your mouthpiece up. Mouth- there you okay, there you go. So we're always shooting photography. We're always shooting video. <clears throat> but one of the things that drives me crazy um and i gotta give him a shout out 
making hunting great again, right? The t-shirt I wore. Yeah. Okay. He will pick you out. Like if you are not on your game, somebody's holding a bow wrong or a gun wrong or whatever. Like he's going to, he's going to call you out, which is cool. Yeah. He, he's going to keep guy. you honest. So one of the things we always pride ourselves in is we will, when we bring models in, cause you, you have to advertise, you have to get your product out there. Yeah. We're going to grab guys who, if it's for a gun shoot, they shoot guns. Right. Like they know it. They know it. If we're going to shoot something for archery, they kill deer with a bow. Good thing that we've been called for that, Jason. Oh, yeah. I mean. Kurt, I was actually, (laughs) I can say this now. When I need a dad bod model, I am calling you, baby. Hey, I haven't been drinking all these bush lights for nothing. That's right. You've been practicing up for that dad bod. About to get get paid. It was just an out of shape bod. Now it's a dad bod. That's right. (laughs) Right. right. I'm three months in that dad bod life, and uh, things are going great. So we did a shoot today <laughs> for 1791 gun leather. Um, they make gun holsters, and let me tell you, Billy rocked it today. Bo was Bo and Keegan were up shooting him, uh, Miranda, and uh, it was funny because found out Jesus uh, Miranda <laughs> had to carry the gun because she has her concealed carry and. Bo doesn't, Ooh. which I thought was Whoa. hilarious. What? We live in Iowa. Like, right. Get on the internet. So the photographer wasn't allowed to carry the guns, but our model, she, of course, she shoots her, you know, Billy and her both shoot regularly. That says a lot, so man. It was yeah, awesome. but, but to be fair, Iowa, you get to take a 45-minute course online, and you're good to get your concealed carry. Hey, hey, so hey, no, hey, hey, hey. No, it comes no, with your birth certificate. Let's praise Illinois. You have to pay like $900 and take like three <laughs> days of classes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're a little bit more safe when it comes to guns. Yeah, you know, definitely. You Iowa boys, Does o- is, is Obama there. helping with that course now? That he's retired? No, he's got that. Uh, he's he's got to do, do a signing at his $300 million library that they're putting him for. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Oh. Dude, it's going to be yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to Are you go going to it? Like, huh? You can go visit the library? I wonder if like they're going to have like no guns allowed in there. It's just like... Steve's feeling the burn just, lately, man. I am not feeling the burn. Uh, you know who I am feeling, dude? I'm feeling the rand. I want to go back to giving Billy shit about a yeah, show. Yeah, let's Billy okay, shit. Okay, so I'm in. I, had to, I had to call Billy out. Um, <laughs> so Billy was here. He just finished up a photo shoot. We love shooting Billy. He's got a great look to him. I will definitely say. Great physique. Physique. His tats. <laughs> I love the tats in the photos. Um, Rick's here. We good shot piece on Rick on several Actually, things before. <laughs> dude, you look like a hotter Thomas Rhett for ladies listening. <laughs> like real shit. Like dude, Thomas Rhett I'm was a like a little bit taller though. Yeah, like dude, if, if I was like you know, I, I like I want to look for someone to play Thomas Rhett in a movie, but is better looking than him. Like I'd be like yo. I'd like to borrow your beard sometime. You want it? Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. I don't. This <laughs> fake. It's a cheese. It's, it's a yeah, this weird. Got, this got weird. It's real a prop. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> fake. I thought. I'm sorry about like my crew, Chase. Off. I'm sorry. I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> telling you. The crew or just Steve? <laughs> so you got a bonus. So don't Steve. ever say that I didn't bring nothing to the table because I I got you to sit down with Billy, who is accomplished bow hunter. He is a professional model. Tell us about the show. We're here. Uh, Don't be all, bashful. In all honesty, that was something that I never thought would ever take off. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll never forget to this day, Chase was actually the first person that kind of beat me up over it, actually. I knew that was going to come out. I actually reached out to Chase. Uh, I was hunting for another team. Um, I still support him, still help him out. I just wanted to kind of do my own thing. Right. My own freedom. Understandable. Yeah. Um, never had any hopes of like outdoor channel or anything like that. I just want to have fun with my friends. Yeah. But I wanted to involve myself with partners and stuff like that. So I reached out to chase 
here we go. It took like <laughs> probably a week for him to call me back, and he had done his homework on me. <laughs> oh, a week? <laughs> well, he's got to do but homework, right? He calls me at 11.30 at night, mind you, on a weeknight. Hold on, i got to check my Snapchat or something. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing he says is, so when are we riding? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't give a shit about your show. I want to ride motorcycles with you. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Does that surprise you, though? No. No. Now? And from, I mean, from that day on, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to like this guy. You know, as, as, as professional as yeah. he always is on our podcast, like, this dude is not, like, I've told, did you ever hear the first time dude, he called Kurt? We've told this story six times on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're not telling it again. I'm just asking. We do not need to tell it, but go back and listen to a couple just, episodes. It's, it's, it's like that, too, because <laughs> I got the business. I don't even know how to explain that type of phone call it's like a business slash test slash it's i'm a, really cool yeah slash i, I want you to like you. me yeah, got, yeah. <laughs> it's like the weirdest blend you're like um, it's like a job interview yeah friendship bonding and, and an ass chewing all at once yes that it, it's Dude, um, i'd call you up all the time like i have chewed billy's ass more than once oh geez i'll see some Absolutely inappropriate, ridiculous Facebook post. I'll call him up like, Billy, take it down. Take it down. Stop being an idiot. <laughs> and Billy would be like, dude, you're like a dad. I'm like, I'm not trying to be a dad. Just like everybody sees that crap. Like, yeah. Tell it to their face. Don't put it on social media. Hey, I, uh, I'm like, you should walk was, up and punch that guy. You shouldn't put it on Facebook. I was built right? don't give a fucks, though. So, right. I, I want to give many, you credit huh? for a post you did. I didn't dive deep into it because I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. You post. Uh, can I just go for yeah, it? Yeah, go for it. You did a post with some models, I'm air quoting, for a brand that works in this office. And uh, you, you said, caption this. And people were commenting the most savage type shit, <laughs> and you didn't do anything about it. You just left them on there. Hell Dude, yes. Why not? Do you know? What, do you know what post I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Which one was it? The two girls. Somebody tagged me in that, and they go, "Which one's taking?" I know exactly what you're talking about. That's how I saw it because I got tagged. You know in what? It was like, who's you know? I had a conversation with about this post. We podcasted with Sir Johnny Mulligan, Johnny Utah. <laughs> it, he came to our studio in Sherrard, yep. and afterwards we're bullshitting, and he brought that up. He goes, "Dude, I was." reading the comments and he's like he didn't do anything he just left him up there there was some of the most savage shit damn straight <laughs> and i'm like I, I, it's, it takes balls man my favorite it. one that you put up was um the guy that had commented on this i think it was the size of the deer mm-hmm. off of your video yeah the my hunt from last year yeah so, and yeah it was like the he's guy a, was a uh he's a master he was an automatic score yep he could tell it from a video could tell it from a video i should learn yeah, how to do that? Yeah, yeah. I would, make, do that also. I would make millions. I'd yeah. have people pay me through PayPal. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> PayPal. Public, public yeah. young score <laughs> over, over the pictures. Bucks. Fifty bucks. I'll score your deer off YouTube. Yep, off of YouTube. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll use that uh, that app that you got on your yeah. phone, the Measure app. Oh fuck yeah, oh, dude! I'll be a millionaire in no time. You know oh, who yeah. I think you should contact to do marketing for Chase, and they might not even exist anymore. But this is where you come in to oh, help yeah. them. Uh, the Raculator. Dude, that thing is so awesome. I have one in my office. You do? I swear to God. Okay. You got to show it to me. I'm a measure for Pope and Young. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Yeah. It is. So I cannot speak to accuracy. I don't I don't know if it's like dialed in. You do oh, have to learn how funny. to use, you do have to learn how to use it. It really? is not just a, it's not trophy tape, put it that way. Right. All right. Right. So, cause I'm, a, oh, I've been a measurer for Pope and Young. You didn't know that? No. I've been a measurer for Pope and Young for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your research. I've measured a lot of deer. <laughs> yep. And I don't, I've measured less deer now just with all the shit I got going on, but that was always a joke. 
the raculator, and then I, trophy tape came out, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, it gets worse, right? <laughs> here it is. You got guys measuring inside spread with a three-inch sack or the, between or the, the Or the tape where it bends over the time. Yeah, bends, yep. bends over, their circumference measurements are just in the widest spot every time. I'm like, oh, God, there's 15 inches added to this motherfucker. Just so, it twice. I got to tell you, so Pope and Young score, right? I will tell you, uh, you, you, if you were there, I literally almost came across the table and choked out a Pope and Young score. Oh God! Some guys are hardcore to the line. So and I imagine funny. this is where the story is going. You were with me, Rick. Um, so Rick, who doesn't have a headset, I keep talking about him like he's on the podcast. So we go to Manchester. They have this huge, like I can't remember what it was called. It was like Bow Hunters Challenge. Da da da. You pay like twenty bucks. It was the first like contest that I had ever participated in, right? And um, so. Bingo. You have to bring your rack up at the up. end of the year. They bring Pope and Young scores in, and they pay out because everybody paid in 25 bucks, And it's just a fun, right. yeah, yeah, friendly right. deal, right? Yeah, yeah. But now, all of a sudden, it's hardcore. Mm. Well, I had killed this deer that I had tons of history with, and I told everybody, dude, I killed my first gross boon. Like, mm. crazy hunt story, all on video, all this crazy stuff, and... We scored him out. He was like 174, 175, something like that. It's a right? giant. Giant, right? Yep. So I think I killed him. I think it, I killed him in October. I killed him during early muzzleloader season with a bow. That's right. Yeah. So the deal was in January. We go through the whole thing and I'm like, congratulations, you won third place. And I won like four or 500 bucks. It was oh, awesome. Nice. But I look at my score sheet and it says 169 and seven eighths. Nice. Oh. Uh. I literally found the guy that scored my deer. Oh. I'm like, dude, you're kidding me, right? He's like, what do you mean? I said, you couldn't find an eighth. I said, you just took away. I've told everybody in the world that I shot a gross boon. <laughs> well, that was net, though. Net boon. He was giving you net. No, no. They don't do that in that contest. It was gross. Oh. He only scored gross. That- oh, well, then shit's different. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, give me an eighth. Stretch the tape. Stretch the tape. Give me one seventy. seventy. That's the name of this episode. Stretch the tape. He literally literally looks at me and he goes, "You're lucky. I gave you gross." Oh, dude. Oh no, dude. I'd I'd, I'd have been like, "Look, you're lucky. I don't beat the shit out of you." And then go find your wife, and then beat the shit out of you in front of your wife again. I was so. Kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dude. Oh, you got kids. Oh, you're getting your ass kicked like five times. How many kids eight. you got, dude? I'll be. I'll beat your ass to an eighth of an <laughs> your life. life. <laughs> do, you, do you know what it's like, though? You do you know what it's it. like to take away a man's first gross yeah. boon? Yeah. Dude, no, dude, you, know the, you know the type of deer I kill? No, I don't know. What <laughs> that means. Dude, hell no. I'll tell you this: as a measure, if we're going gross, I would have stretched you an eighth, mm. man. I would have stretched in eighth. Thank you. Hey, look at the guy with the hand tattoos breaking the law over here. Kurt right. left me at 169 two years ago. I was like, what? Oh, what? What, fool? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? I'm just kidding. Here's I, the thing. If you're at 169 and an eighth, bro, I can't stretch six. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You know? Stretch 16 inches, right? Little <laughs> <laughs> well, boy, come on. Well, here, here's the thing, too. Like, when I measure, so it's different. If... I don't do green score measurements anymore. I will for my boys. Right. But if someone calls me, hey, dude, I need a deer. And I get this all the time. More frequent than anything else. Hey, can you measure a deer? Yeah, I'll come out. 
I'll come out and measure it, and I and I go in, I do my thing, and I'm I'm elaborate, man. Like I'll measure each time twice, yeah, to make sure I didn't fuck mm-hmm. up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I put my masking tape on and make my baseline measurements, so it's tight, it's it's precision, you know. It's I know when I measure a deer for the book, it's right, it is correct, one hundred percent. I've and when I mail that stuff into Pope and Young and they mail it back, they go over your math like. Mm-hmm. A teacher would uh, mm-hmm. a test. Well, the good um, thing about you, Kurt, is like if you have a question about it, you'll stop and like go through the rule book yeah. and try and find the answer for that. Yeah, Dang. if I don't know it because I have the book, I'll go through and get it. Yep. So like when I enter a deer, it's precision. It is that is what that deer nah, measures. I'm just you shit. I know, I know. <laughs> but the thing is, I've measured deer like that and get done. I'd be like, okay, man, it's thirty five bucks to enter. If if you, um, and I expect you to enter if I took my time, mm-hmm. and because I'm volunteer. And then guys are like, no, I just wanted the the green score. I'm not going to enter it. And I'm like, you're not going to enter. I just took my time. I'm here to support the club. Like I drove. That's here. what <laughs> yeah. they fight for bow hunters' rights. That's can't what just, we do here. You can't, know? can't you just make it like, man, like, dude, if I'm going to come out, it's thirty five bucks. You're going to pay it to enter I, it. Now it is. So before yeah. I was so passionate about it, I just uh, wanted to touch antlers. Right, right, right. And and I've been measuring for ten years. So this is like the first two, three. You know, and then after that, I'm just like, is it a gun kill? Yeah, it is. So I'm like, well, I can't enter that. Because at the time, now they do Pope and Young, Boone, and Crockett. Mm-hmm. Then when I started, I was 19. Yeah, I was 19 because I'll be 29 next month. So I was 19 when I became a measurer. Then they didn't have the joint classes. Okay. Now they do. So yeah. I was like, hey, listen, it's I can't take tips. If you want to pay me for gas, I can take get, I can take that. But I won't measure a deer unless it's a, a bow kill now, and you're going to enter it. Unless you're one of my boys. I'll measure deer for my boys. Right. Um. And you'd be amazed that just like guys don't want to enter them. Like it's thirty five dollars, man. Your name goes down in bow hunting history forever. Dude, there's there's it been does. a couple times. I remember one time you were telling me a story. And actually, maybe I was there when you looked and you were measuring an antler, and like the guy wasn't there. He like he walked out of the room, and you're like looking at me like, dude, there's fucking pencil marks on this fucking antler. He's score shopping. He's score yep. shopping, and and there's guys that will Which do is that can't too. do, and that's probably why they won't fucking wow. pay it because they're like, hey, if he doesn't give me the score that I want, oh. I'm gonna see if somebody else yep. can get it. I yep. can tell. Damn, I can't measure. believe it's that yep. serious. Yeah, who well, gives it's, shit? it's like, the records. It's it's super crazy. serious. I mean, dude, it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. dude, like how, super like how, like you're not like pulling enough, you know. It's the record book. They take it seriously. Yeah. Sh- Iowa Deer Classic this year, shed competition. <laughs> I was standing up there, and a gentleman brought in a mule deer shed. Uh-huh. I mean, no that's questions awesome. asked. That's awesome. Mule deer shed. <laughs> Good for him. Covered in cigarette smoke. <laughs> Good for him. I'm here to enter I, I, I literally cannot make this story up. I was standing up there. I took a big t- typical side in. And I think it was like 80 inches or something like that. <laughs> Just something like that. <laughs> Not, nothing to look at. Yeah, 78 or whatever. A white tail shed, those 80 inches. By the way, yeah. no by the way Bass Pro is still looking for the guy that stole that shed. So <laughs> he takes it in there. And, and his wife, and I'm not kidding, dude, this antler is like covered with cigarette smoke, and they enter it in the whitetail competition. <laughs> and dude. like they're questioning them. Like a scorer comes out, the lady that registers you comes out, and they're like, you're sure this is a whitetail? And I'm positive. The lady's like, I'm positive. We found it in our backyard this year. And I'm like, that thing has got tar in. on it from 1976. <laughs> Jesus. In our backyard. Oh, my God. Because you don't measure a muley like you do a whitetail. No. It, it's the no. Needless to say, that thing never made the table. No. <laughs> did you know, did you no. know them fools Not rolled in? close. Dude, when they rolled in in their uh, Club Cab Dakota rockets of Steve <laughs> Ray Vaughn on cassette tape, they're like, yeah, we're going to get one over on these fools. I got, into they a, thought. I got into a huge argument with the score because he, he literally told me that that deer – 
was not 175 inches. I said, you're crazy. The deer above Chase is like, I don't even want to throw a number at it. Hey, that, hey that's <laughs> twice the size of the deer I shot <laughs> last year. Oh, did I say 175? <laughs> yeah, Chase, you did. Oh, oh yeah. Drop, I thought drop you said, the one. I thought you, oh, you must you got the seven. Oh, and the I meant you might have been a 75. From where I, <laughs> I can see one G2 in the bottom of a main beam, dude, I think you're, you're, you're pushing shy of 100 inches maybe there. I can't <laughs> do, tell for sure. Do you sure. think he'll break 100? No. No, he won't. <laughs> no. Oh, there's only a G. Oh, there, yeah, he's, he's a got a great cape on, the side on of the three. A great Dude, cape. No cape shame. I shot a deer like that last year in Missouri. Oh, went, last year? Last year in Missouri. Oh, wow. I went, I went to Missouri for a rifle hunt. It's the first time I'd ever gone. And the guy I was hunting with, he just wanted me to fill a tag. Like, he didn't, you know, he put me up and let me hunt his farm and all that stuff. And He's like, kill it. Well, this buck, you know, I had been <laughs> hunt, we had been hunting several different deer, and we saw a couple of the deer that we wanted to kill. Just couldn't get a shot at him. I know it sounds stupid because I'm using a rifle, but I just did not have a good shot, especially not to get it on video. Right. And it was the last day in middle of the afternoon, and this buck about like that comes down an eight-pointer. He's like, it's legal for this county. It's got four points on one side. Oh, man. <laughs> that thing come in the wrong way, and I let it eat. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I like whacking stuff with a rifle. Dude. I love it. You know, I'm not a gun hunter chase, but I got nothing against it. Yeah. But we talked on the way down. If like if you had a rough season and 125 came in and you're looking, I like to see shit go down with a bow, man. Mm-hmm. And I, the redneck comes out of me. Like a good 145er comes in. I'm like, dude, I'm shooting it every time. Like, right. <laughs> unless it, like I can with like, hey, wait, there's gonna be a bigger one mm-hmm. this season. I just like to put arrows through lungs, man. I'm dude. I'm the same way. You know. I've been trying to – I got hooked up with a guy in southern Iowa that's treated me very, very well. Mm-hmm. Created a lot of opportunities for me to hunt some very big deer. And I've been constantly trying to break that 170 mark. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. flirting with 170. Yep. That's all I want to do is break the 170 mark. But I cannot physically bring myself to pass a deer that just gets me so jacked up that I'm shaking. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the same way, man. If a deer – a deer – I want to break one, 160 some net would be great. Um I would love to hit 170, but I just, dude, a 160 10 comes in. That's a big fucking 10 point. You can't pass yeah. that up. That was last year, I, dude. I'm, I mean, I say you killed the big one last year, didn't you? I missed a, I missed about a 175 inch deer, and 15 minutes later killed a 160 inch deer. Okay, that's pretty good. The chocolate rack, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that, I remember seeing that one. Yep. I, that's pretty good. I, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: like, yeah, it sucks, but you made, you still killed the giant. Well. The, what made the story even sweeter, That's I think that's why it's one of my favorite hunts I've ever done, is I went in to kill that buck. The right. buck that I killed, that's the one that I went in there after. Yeah. That is the one I wanted the most. Did you know the, the one previous? No. Wow. Never seen no, we actually, have any history of I, kn- I didn't know anything about him. Um, <coughs> we thought that he might have been a deer from a few year, couple years prior that we called <coughs> City Limits. Uh-huh. But didn't confirm that, and... Uh, <laughs> They renamed that deer after that day to Major League because I swung and missed. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Where, where Back can, down the minors. Gang, gang. Where can people watch that episode at? Uh, YouTube. Just Wildest Dreams TV on YouTube. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. It's That's called cool, man. Second Chances. Uh, okay, cool. Cool. So. I'll, uh, I'll remember to find that and link it in the description. If I don't, call me out. No also, find, uh, find Billy on Facebook and see some awesome shit. 
I like it. I like your face, man. <laughs> shit is, uh, shit. Awesome. I like his Harley pick. Us. Yeah. The Harley pick. So, are you a Harley rider then? Chase and I both. Yeah, my bike's in the back. So that was yours. I saw the picture. We walked by it. I go. What are they selling? I have a confession. I have a Harley tattoo. But you don't have a bike. I used to have one. Oh well, that's okay. That's kind of legal. Chase and I are three years in the making and still have not put. We haven't put a ride together. We need to do it. You know why I don't have a Harley anymore? Why? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're right. I'm an idiot. Yep. So, I would get hurt. That's right, I get so, rid of mine. I woke up. I'm like, I got to get rid of my bike. You know why I'll never have a bike? Because I used to sell insurance for a living. Because you don't know how to work a clutch? Well, I don't know how to drive stick either. <laughs> so or, uh, clutch. <laughs> I, started dri- I started riding at 16. Maybe 15. Ooh. Hope mom and dad don't listen. Um, <laughs> it happens. I was a huge crowd tracker guy. Like, Which they are fun. That's what I got. Oh, my God. They're, they're awesome. You still got one? Yeah. I still got my Jixer. Do you have a Jixer? Well, we have a uh, Buell cute. nine. That's our nine in the back. Yeah. So, um, love crowd trackets. I mean, I'll be the first to say, listen, <laughs> they accelerate quicker, they stop quicker, and they turn better than a Harley. Period. Yeah. End of story. Um, but I started switching over to Harley's. I don't know, probably fifteen years ago. Had several of those. There was a small period of time in my life where I did not have a bike, mm-hmm. and I think it may be gone a year. And my wife finally just was like. Go buy a freaking bike. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, driving, talking about really? it. Driving you nuts. She's like, you are a miserable human being without a bike. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. So at that time, uh, I think I, I think that was the year I bought like a cruiser or a, I think it was a soft tail or something. And then ever since, it was like, I'm never going to yeah. be without a bike. Dude, I think about it often, man. I'm not going to lie. Like I think about because I'm older now. Like I was in high school when I bought my Sportster mm-hmm. and I sold it when I was 21. So I was still an idiot. I'm still am, but like I was really an idiot then. You're just a smarter idiot. Now. Like I had, <laughs> yeah, you're a smarter idiot. Like a smarter. Like, idiot. I had a GoPro Hero two <laughs> suction cup to the side of my tank. That's awesome. <laughs> like you know, that's when that was the shit. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm like splitting traffic on John Deere Road in Moline, oh, doing a hundred, and like ripping, ripping wheelies and burnouts, and just being an idiot, standing on my seat. You're the and guy, like, I'm like, man, I hope they have a taco dinner benefit for that guy. Were you trying to be Indian, Larry? <laughs> Dude, and that's the thing. Like, I just, didn't, I just thought I was invincible. Go get a bike, and then you, we'll take the Jixer down, okay? We'll take your street glide, my street glide. I think you'll look good on, I don't know, See, maybe like you, a lowrider or know, something. You, might, you told me that from the word go, because I bought my first Harley brand new in 2016 or 2017, mm-hmm. something like that. I think it was 2016. That was your first one? It, it was my first Harley. Not my first bike, right. my first Harley. Mm-hmm. And I bought a Sportster, and I was like, you know, I'll ride this two, three, four years, and then maybe I'll upgrade. Right. In less than a year, I went from a Sportster to a wide glide mm-hmm. to a street glide. Oh, yeah. I was like, once I went to a bagger. <laughs> a good street glide? You'll never oh, go back. Man, so just see, just my, don't buy a black one. Right. My, uh, Everybody's my, got a black street glide. Yeah. Oh, my, yeah. I know. My dad was never into bikes, but he had a couple motorcycles growing up, and just kind of got so rid of them. Kind of was. Well, when he, it was like it was like he'd have like one <laughs> that or two. Didn't make any sense. My dad never that, rode bikes. Never, cool, Steve. Like he, but he, he had rode some. it like he, had but some. he would have it, but like he would ride it like <laughs> that's what I'd say, three, four times sense. a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so see, that's because that. he had a sidecar, and you were always in the side of it. Oh man! You know You had the maracas. Yeah, I did. But what he ended up getting the Honda Goldwing. No, it was an Aspen Katie. Yeah, so he had he had an Aspen Katie, which I was like. I don't know shit about him, and he had this thing, and he like restored it, and I was like, oh, "That's kind of cool." And they sold it. 
free nine that. <laughs> Wild story later. And you're he, forcing and trying to relate way, to this conversation. No, no, nobody always had, nobody dude, is going to listen to this My podcast. dad found this <laughs> no, dude walking no, they country, will. Dude, my dad found this dude <laughs> walking a country Jesus, road dude. in Mercer County, brought him home. Turns out like the dude had like dementia, got away from the um, the uh, facility he was at. And Just brought him back, facility. and what? they go back what? to his house because uh, he was at what a nursing the, home. What the fuck I, I are you talking about right now? Where did you the story go? Because, see, here's what you guys do. Like, every time I tell a story, you guys blank the yeah, fuck yeah. out, and then, like, I'm giving you details, and you're like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I give you I give you all the information you guys need. Like, oh, fucking treasure. This map sucks. Like, the so your dad's still dude, a you know senile why we person. Out? So, it's because we've been there before, bro. I know. But, dude, he turns out, so he sold that Aspen Katie, and then a couple months later, this family gave him another Aspen Katie. Like, uh, he had an 85 and an 84, so he had that shit. And that's the only oh, bike no. thing I knew. I'm like, oh, this thing's got a radio. This is cool. And that's my motorcycle shit, dude. I think dude, that's the end of the story. Well, so <laughs> my, we should definitely. <laughs> but it's a, but it's a glide bike, dude. It's a, no, it's a glide Steve, you're not bike. riding any bikes. I'm not riding. I will yeah. never own a motorcycle. My, my to this dad day. has a street glide. Um, he had another bike before. It's not, it wasn't a street glide, but it had a trunk. It had the compression pistons and all that shit mm-hmm. on it. It hauled ass. Yeah. I, I rode it, and I was like, oh, this thing's going to be a turd road. I'm like, holy shit. But my dad just got a street glide, and he's super stoked about it. But my, what always freaked me out is my dad had stories of he T-boned a panel van when he was in his 20s and had a compound fracture in his leg and is a bunch of shit. Well, yeah. you guys, come on, guys. I, I, we're podcasting over sorry, here. Sorry. 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 I, I didn't want to What's happening? Sorry. I you don't want to know. We toned out of Steve for <laughs> Anywho, a second and got Chase, sidetracked. I do think about getting a bike again. You should get one. I think it would be cool. I love cro- I love both bikes, Crotch Rockets and Harleys. The last time I was on a Jixxer, my buddy had a Jixxer 1000 with the whole Yoshimura pipe and a power commander. And I didn't know like how insane they were. So I'm like accelerating to where I thought like 110 on a sports <laughs> feels like you're fucking hauling ass. So I get to where I feel like I'm hauling ass on this Jixer. I look down, I'm doing 160. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. No, thank you. And that was the last time I've ever been on Right. One. You look like a kind of a road king. Soft tail deluxe kind of guy. I'd say Road King, no windshield, a- high bars. Yep. You know what? You know what kind of guy I, I, Black, I feel? White that- wall tires, fat spokes. Okay, I'm with you. In my head, I'm like a barber, bare bones guy. Yeah. Barber, bobber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bobber. A barber. Are you a barber? barber? No, the problem for sure. is if we go riding, sure. they guys will be able to keep up. Well, that's what I did with my, my sporty. Jigsaw? I no. chopped it all out no. and like <laughs> chopped the fender and blacked it out. I had the little like old school taillight that said "fuck you." And the <laughs> that's what I that's what I did with my seventy two. I went yeah. with black bars and it was flat black. <laughs> I like it, just powder then, coated everything. Yep, it was just it was uh, it had uh, the white wall. Everybody that gets a stuff. bobber or a sportster thinks it's a really really good idea until their buddies take them on a hundred mile out. Yeah, then you heard that was what sucked you about <laughs> buying that sporty. As I was like, oh, yeah. I'm a Harley owner now, and my buddy's like, let's go to Sturgis. Hell yeah, let's go to Sturgis. Yeah, I had, a, I had a two gallon, two point one uh-huh. gallon oh, yeah. tank. Oh, we had to plan fuel stops oh, yeah. for me yeah. around your bike. Yes, around my bike, and that's a pain in yeah. the ass mm-hmm. to do. That does suck. Yeah. What, what are like? What's like a regular? You know, like a good size fuel tank five bike. something right it's like five gallons i think Which, mine's five and a half or six gallons on you know what's crazy is like illinois where you guys are at has every rule in the book but i can still ride my bike there without a helmet yep yeah bless you your heart in iowa hell no wisconsin's no. no helmet too right no but i'm talking about illinois like yeah that's true 
like where Obama's from. Say, you know? I wrote like there. that state. <laughs> well, no, he's he, state. Well, he wasn't born. He wasn't, he wasn't born there. We we don't know where he was born. <laughs> oh, true. Or, uh, is is that how Trump started free running? Choice. <laughs> I figured for sure. Free choice. Right. I was like, watch, like Illinois is going to be the next one with the helmet law, but they don't. It's awesome. Isn't it the only three states? Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Uh, Nebraska is a helmet state. Missouri is Missouri, a helmet state. Yep. Like I don't yeah, get that. No, like, only three non-helmet states. Iowa. Well, Illinois. I don't. I don't know. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Why they make it sure. I don't think Texas is a helmet state. Because yeah, I was just sense. in yeah. Houston. They didn't. Like, I saw guys helmets and seatbelts, like, why? Why do I have to do that? It's my life. Well, I think about the people. I'm not thinking about them when my head just gets rubbed off my road rash, dude. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I don't care. All helmets do is take your head off. Yeah, yeah. exactly, dude. Oh, cool. You want the guy to pull it, pull my head out by the spine? Right. Whatever's left of it? No, dude. Well, helmet laws suck. They do. It's stupid. <laughs> I want to make the choice whether I want to wear a helmet. Dude, or like, not. how are you going to pick up chicks wearing a helmet? Like, yeah, I got a cool bike, but like, you can't see my face. Well, no, that's how I'm going to do it, though. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm always going to wear a helmet. You should definitely wear a helmet. That's the way I Dude, roll. I'm going to get like a photo dip, like Billy C, just on my helmet, like with some ladies, <laughs> like lick up, yeah, you because know, I got pretty eyes. Like, that's I'll, I'll sell them and yeah. Yeah. I got the visor. I flip it up. They see the mustache and they peel out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they peel out. Please. Well, my thought is like revenue behind it. Like especially a midwestern state. Like Sturgis is huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Think about the money Nebraska misses out on because they force people to wear helmets. Like everybody will just come up twenty nine. They'll they'll come into Iowa just to avoid yeah. Nebraska and then ride across South right, Dakota yeah. to get Sturgis. That's a good point. Sure. It's good for Iowa. Right, yeah, for sure. it's awesome for the, Iowa. The, I mean, the small businesses, the little hotels through Nebraska. Oh, that yeah. are it's a good point. I love how this turned into a motorcycle podcast. <laughs> I don't know what happened. That could hey, be a good hey, side hustle. How many I, don't, I don't ride motorcycles, so that's the end of my story. Right. Yeah. I have a Trail 70. God, your cool. story was I way cooler than Steve's. I the hell out of a Trail 70. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I put a t Hey, you know what? Chase, why don't you go back to professional mode where you don't shit you, on me? You, <laughs> you said don't be professional would. on this podcast. All right, fine. Don't. I think that was my call. I gave you the tour. I gave you the tour. That was the professional part. That was. I showed you the beer fridge. I'm impressed. I'm very impressed with where we're at, uh, and I I want to thank you for, for not being professional. Up. No, for inviting us up and let me sit on this very comfy couch and being able to podcast. It's a casting couch, man. Yeah. It is casting couch, man. Where's the cameras at? This is our this is our deal. Oh, right this here. is me and Billy's deal. We're going to make a killing <laughs> on the casting couch. Yeah, now I see where you're going with. Hey, this. you like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. podcasting couch. Yeah, no, no, you're not. <laughs> no, this no, is going to be a sixty no, forty deal, and I get sixty. <laughs> yeah, that's fine because you're going to take a hundred percent of it. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, that got Damn. Oh, wow. Damn. Wow. It's not worth it. It's sharp. Sam, but whatever. Sharp. <laughs> Sharper than you look, bro. I just so everybody <laughs> listening well knows. Played, my friend. <laughs> Kurt and I are on a completely separate couch. Yeah, they are. Okay. No, we're Doug is the I'm safest. Hey, they're, they're, on the, they're on the love seat. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm doing here right now. <laughs> yeah, Eric, Eric, why don't you uh, hop off this couch? Just let me and Billy handle All this. Right. I'm going to go now. <laughs> Excuse myself. This went straight to hell. It's right. not gay if you don't push back. Hey, let's talk about some hunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> what about it? You, you, just upset, backwards. you just upset upset three of your entire listeners. I'm over yeah, there. Three. There was three. like, there was three, three ride or died 
dudes that made it through the motorcycle part? Yeah, like, yeah, fuck these guys. Are they rider <laughs> with a helmet or not? We want to know what kind of person they are. Dude. <laughs> They're a helmet kind of rider. It's like, uh, dude. If they left now, that's fine. You yeah. know what relationship? I'm like, dude, I'm like, all right, I would, uh, oh, I would ride go. a motorcycle. Here if I could go. grow old with uh, some beautiful lady, and, like, we're growing old, and she's aging better than me because she's like 14 years younger are than me. Are we back How old are you? Like 43? No, 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 no when, I'm, when I'm old enough to where it's legal. Uh, so, but like, I want to be on the bike, and then we've got that goofy ass. Headpiece, we have the headset, and we could just talk to each other (laughs) and just like you know, just that was a way better story than your first motorcycle. Okay, yeah, that no, this is what I want. Like, this isn't shit that actually happened. This is what I want. My wants, hopes, and dreams are a lot better in my real life. Do you know how to ride a motorcycle? Fuck no, dude. I know how to ride a boxcar, a sidecar, dude. I know how to ride on the back, you know, when like some chick is like, hey, Rob, my bike is scared in cars when you go fast. Can you drive a manual? You do. Fuck no. I used to have a WRX, and we were pulling some S-curves pretty tight. Oh, Jesus. Dude, yeah. shit in his pants. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Like, I've been with guys like, all right, hey, you're going a little fast. Was it an STI? No, it was WRX. It wasn't <laughs> as cool. Dude, we're hitting this. Cur- we're hitting this curve. And trust me, I'm, hey, I'm well aware. Um, <laughs> we're hitting this curve at 102, smacking gravel, and Kurt's like, "What are you scared? Like looking at me? Like, dude, pay attention to the road." <laughs> let's talk about hunting real quick. Wait, let's talk about where Deal. are you going hunting? You already just got back from Africa. First dude, of all, I have had the most ridiculous year. I did. Hey, you're attached to a cord. <laughs> I did New Zealand. Oh yeah, yes. Okay. So that was unbelievable. I hiked these crazy mountains. I was not in shape for it. Like no way was I prepared. Yeah. Um, did you ride a motorcycle? <clears throat> nope. <laughs> but I did. I did sit oh, at the top of like pal. I think it was. It wasn't. It wasn't crazy crazy. It was like eight thousand feet above sea level, something like that. Still pretty so high. Really it's still ring in the lava. And then we were stalking down on, on, you know, stags and stuff, but I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on the top of this mountain. It was like the greatest peanut butter and jelly sandwich I'd <laughs> yeah. ever had. Yeah. So that was a super cool experience. Killed up there. Came back. Did you get in that mountain? Oh, yeah, for sure. Is it going to be here or at the house? No, it'll be down at my cabin. Oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah. All the good stuff's down at the at the. Cool. Oh, so you guys haven't seen the Taj Mahal yet. No, 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 no. don't get carried away. It's, we didn't even get a little... an invite. Oh, no, we got an invite for a turkey no. hunt we a couple years ago. It's not the Taj Mahal. So you went to New Zealand. Yeah, and then uh, so it was this was by no means a bucket list hunt for me. It was um, I made a deal with both my kids. Well, now I have three, so I'm going to have to do it again. Um, <laughs> but, 15 years? Right, another, yeah, 15 years. <laughs> Thanks um, for reminding him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My Being little whoopsie up there, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but hey, uh, good but work. Deal, yeah, thank you. I still can shoot him past the goalie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can still score. Nice, nice. Still yep. got it. Nice, nice, nice. So we're uh, in sheltos too. Six, hey, six, we're six, sitting six, on six, the six, couch, six. by the way. Oh, oh you did just oh, break that out, man. Ooh, the podcast. No, I couch. knew. I knew there was a renewed energy in my old bones that I knew. <laughs> like there had to be. There had to be something about this couch. It is comfy and like I like well broken, huh? Like I'm. I I used to, like I. I used to be a lot fatter, but like I feel good, but like I'm still broken. But dude, I sit on this couch. It's organic. Was there like, an aura? Dude, I feel like a rejuvenated aura. young man. I and thought I, I could see under, a purple haze floating. Dude, over I it. understand why. And yeah, I would have a baby on this couch too, <laughs> even even at an advanced age, such as you know um, the situation that we're talking about. <laughs> I was gonna say as yourself, in <laughs> Hey, that's that's her, that's her saying my story sucked. A-hole. So <laughs> yeah, no, I said that. 
I couldn't let you get oh. off that easy. Chase. Right. Thank you, Billy. I appreciate you bringing well, that up. Well, this couch might have, but, it's you know. The deal. <laughs> oh, they didn't yeah. even pull the goalie. This dude just shot from center ice. <laughs> they dropped wow. the puck in this motherfucker. Damn, dude. It, one second in. All right. All right. Probably well, anyway. You're done. So both my... Jesus. All my kids, all my kids have the same deal. Sixteen, you get good grades, you stay out of trouble, blah blah blah. You get it to go on your dream hunt. My son, when he turned sixteen, his dream was to kill a bear with his bow. So we went up to Saskatchewan. That was his, you know, father son hunt. Awesome. My daughter, she was coming to the tail end of fifteen. She's like, "Hey, I finally figured out what I want to do for my sixteenth birthday present um, on a hunt." I was like, "Great!" So we went out to eat, and I'm all excited. I'm thinking like. What are we going to do? And she says, we're going to go to Africa. And I was like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> ching You are so much more expensive than your brother. <laughs> yeah. just like, I just want to kill a black bear, man. Right. Like right. two, three grand tops, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, honestly, like, it's never – Africa was never a bucket list for me. Like, I was just like, whatever, it's Africa. And I will tell you, like, I'd go there every year. Like, it's the coolest place to hunt ever. It's amazing. It's beautiful. The amount of different animals you see, the culture, the food. Like, I could just keep going. It was awesome. So she literally whacked. Let's see. She shot. <laughs> check the gear. Check book out. Cha-ching. Yeah. ching Right. You're just, like, watching her smoke a deer. Uh, you shot a giraffe. Like, oh. <laughs> right. What the fuck? You're grounded when we get home. And I told you don't shoot that fuck, the big fucker. She's, you shot Jeffrey? You shot Cecil? Son, he's out of work. And you shot him, and God, now I'm going to be out of work because I ain't going to be able to afford to get his ass home. Like, dude, you're going to have I understand ceilings. why that stuff's so expensive, though. Not to get back on the motorcycle thing, but a buddy of mine built a custom motorcycle. He has $5,000 in his seat. One half is giraffe, the other half is elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Damn. not joking. So okay. You know what is funny about that? So I will say this. Um, okay, she shot a lot of stuff. It was really cool. Tons of neat experiences. But here's what I learned. I could hear they, that. They have it figured out <laughs> over there. Mm-hmm. They actually put a value on their animals. That's yes. the most important thing about Africa. Yes. Man, it is crazy. We could actually learn something from them. So when you poach, okay, these, these huge like uh, Asian mafia deals come over and they poach the rhinos, right? They yeah. Whack mm-hmm. them for the horns. For the horn, yeah. Like you can leg- le- like legally shoot them. If they're poaching a rhino. Yeah, yeah. Like the person? Yeah. The yeah. person. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's you know why? Offense. Yeah, because that animal has a value, and that yeah. poacher, all they're doing is, is they're, so we learned this from the outfitter. They use helicopters. From the minute they see the, the rhino, it's three minutes from killing the rhino from the helicopter, landing, taking a chainsaw, whacking their horn off. Throwing it in the helicopter and back up. It's three minutes. That's how long it takes them. No shit. Three minutes to whack a rhino. Okay, for zero reason except over in Asia, they think it's some aphrodisiac yeah, or... they grind that shit up. And, right. Yeah. So they put such a value on their animals that their animal quality is through the roof. Like, right. they take care of them. Like, their, their, their rhinos are darted and they're studied and they they're... They care about they, them. They care. Mm-hmm. They care. Which is the same <laughs> reason why, like... And I'm, I hate to keep shitting on the guy, but I'm, we're going to make an example out of him. It needs to be like the bracket situation. Right. He should have got it harder. Yeah, absolutely. He yeah. got it hard, but he should have got it fucking harder because, and we talk about all the time on the show, if you poach, there's a guy, and, uh, I won't get into that, but like if you poach and you 
you fuck up, you should be punished to the full t- fullest extent. Oh, yeah. If you shoot 100 deer with an AR at night, bye. Yeah, you go to you, federal prison, dude. You get done. to play the dice game in jail. You yeah, know what you're I mean? Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I'm going to make a very strong statement here for a second. Don't ever mistake what I said about animals having value. I, animals are not on the same playing field as a human being. No, yeah. Zero. Right, okay? yeah. right, right. They are, a, they are a definitely well below species of a human being. Human beings have feelings and thoughts and rational and all that. Mm-hmm. Animals are definitely there to serve us. They're there to serve us for food. They're there to serve us for game, all those things. But they also have to be kept in check, mm-hmm. and there's rules around that. Mm-hmm. You can take so many. You can't take so many. You you should be able to you know shoot a certain age class or not shoot a certain age class. Right. And things like there was that video that came up of that guy that sicked his dog on a fawn. I don't know if you oh, guys saw that. No, yeah, I haven't yeah, seen that. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That, that. Yeah, that, that dude's yeah. the biggest piece of shit I've ever right. seen in my life. Yeah, I'll get the. I'll get you the video so you can oh, put it up. No, yeah, I don't know if I want to no, see it. No, and, it's fucking. And I'll tell you what happened was, he put it up on social media. Bragging. Yes, yeah, bragging. Basically. Look what my dog I, did. I was actually going to do that. So we were doing like the news. You know who took him down? You know who took him down was making hunting great again. Yeah. Good man. They took him down. They recorded it. So the guy, even though he pulled it down, it was too late. Because he was bragging about the kill, and I oh, was going to hear Chase tell it. Yeah. Yeah, he, he sicked his dog on this fawn, this newborn. Just laying there. Laying there. Recorded it. You can hear the fawn just dying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Screaming. Right? And the guy's encouraging it. And a hunter with a good following on an Instagram page screen recorded it good. and put it up. And then the outrage was unbelievable, and the guy's getting taken down. Like, he's going to get hammered for it. Oh, yeah. But the problem is, is my guess is the law is so restrictive, he'll get like a, I don't know, $500 fine, right? Yeah, yeah. A slap on the wrist. Nothing. And that's like you said, the bracket deal. Like, okay, so he lost his hunting license for two years. In Africa, it's a serious offense, and they put such a value on their animals. Yeah. That's one thing they do right. New Zealand, same thing. New Zealand, their animals are a... They're a... um, they're a big thing that brings in revenue to the country. Mm-hmm, for sure. And so there's such a value there that it also at the same time protects it and it keeps it in good order. Right. People complain all the time about Iowa. I have to, I do, Iowa DNR is not perfect by any means. But one thing they do is they value their whitetails tremendously. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yeah. And people will complain about it saying, this is stupid. I can only hunt Iowa like once every four years and it costs me $650. And it's like, but why is it so sought after? It's because yeah. our mm-hmm. DNR like protects. Do I say all resource. the time on the show? If Illinois modeled their conservation plan after Iowa, oh. we would have bigger deer than you guys would. Not just bigger deer; we just have, have bigger the, and healthier deer. Yes, we just have. Sure. That's the spot. Yes. We, a non-resident can come into Illinois every single year oh, and yeah. kill a buck, and mm-hmm. we still hang in there with the big bucks of Iowa. Imagine if we did the same plan you guys did; you'd skyrocket past us. It would just be the spot. It's For the sure. golden spot. Go ahead. Touching on your. Poaching point, though, mm-hmm. when we talked about slaps on the wrist, people that get slaps on the wrist, I've done a lot of research on this because you hear a lot of stuff about it. Case in point, there's a – I just read about one in the in the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. There was 48 counts brought against some individuals. Mm-hmm. They got off with two. Yeah. And one, I don't and it get was it. A, it was a RICO case, too. Oh, came, shit. They, they pulled RICO in? They, I, don't, they, I don't know what RICO is. They came, they came to <laughs> Iowa – Killed a deer, transported mm-hmm. across state lines. Oh, yeah. That's Lacey. I think, isn't it Lacey? Is it the, is it the Lacey, Lacey Act? I think it's Lacey Act. I Lacey think. Act. 
Oh, because if it was Rico, then, then there be probably more... would have been money exchange if it was Rico. Right. Okay, the Rico Lacey Act. Act. Thank you yeah. for the, the yeah. Lacey Act. Yeah. You, yeah, you're right. The, so that's the just like that's the transportation. It's still a big deal. Which yeah. is kind of what Brackett did. He shot a deer in Indiana. He, he fell under Lacey, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it and I started kind of backpedaling like, okay, if the DNR is you know, typing up 100-page indictments and we're paying game wardens to do this, and they're getting slaps on the slaps on the wrist. Why is that? Yeah, right. It's the county prosecutors. Oh, they just don't. They don't get it. The county prosecutors are on a commission, so they'd rather dump drug dealers and everything else. When they hear something about wildlife, it's an animal to them. They don't give a shit. Right. They don't want to waste point. their time. They, on under, it. they don't understand it. Forty-eight yeah. counts. I mean, you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars in fines. For right. killing a 170-plus-inch deer, mm-hmm. taking it across state lines, hunting illegally, aiding right. and abetting. I mean... And you know who it is? It's not our county prosecutor. It's our lawmakers. What what has to change is our lawmakers in Congress, they have to put value on the animals. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay? And then what happens is, like you said, okay, the prosecutor who has, to value, has the same, to value the same thing, same it's thing. because they go look at it and say... Well, wait a minute. This is a valuable resource for us. Mm-hmm. That's the shitty thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's people of legal aid or whatever that yeah. are listening to this podcast, but it's it's the facts. I mean, they don't want to deal with wildlife. They'd rather bust drug dealers, which I'm all for. Right. But everything has a value. Right. I mean, you can't. It's not a free for all out here. Yeah. Like, you can't. Correct. Just, so you're gonna. I mean, it, I do. It, I do think the poaching has gotten a ton better. Yep. Then I will <clears> agree. In the in the last few years. Well, what we have to do, too, is, like, when someone that's a TV personality, and I'm air quoting as I say that, when they do something like this, we have to, I mean, it sucks, but starting, like, now and move forward, make a fucking example out of well, them. Like, that, that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Well, the more if people want to start understanding how it actually is. Yeah. What did Bracket get? Two, three years? No hunting worldwide ban? Well, yeah, t- it was nothing. If you want to look at it from a financial standpoint, if you're going to go bust... You know, take a drug dealer to trial. What are you going to do? You're going to throw him in prison, right? Yeah. And then the taxpayers are going to pay for him to stay in prison because we have to pay the guards and everything else, right, which right. is fine. Criminals off the street is criminals off the street. Right, right. When you look at it from a revenue standpoint, when you kill a 170-plus-inch deer in Iowa and take it across state lines, that's a $10,000 fine minimum. Right. Or, or up to a maximum of $10,000 fine. Mm-hmm. There's ten thousand dollars that you could hit somebody with if they knowingly and willingly okay. recorded a hunt on video, mm-hmm. yeah, killed a deer and transported across state lines. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the other violations that go along with that. Yeah. Right. It's nothing but revenue for the state, and the county prosecutor just lets it go. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and it's, that's the. Fr- I mean, that's the. I've researched it. I've called game wardens. I've, I watched the newspapers. It's like, why do some of these things happen? Like, why are people just getting slapped on it the isn't wrist? The, I know it's not the game wardens. It's, what it's, it's not the game wardens. No, it's past no. their it's, hands. Yeah, the game Way wardens, past their hands. Yeah. I mean, the game wardens are doing their job. I mean. For sure. Right. And then a poacher just like, you know, two, three years. Oh, yeah. Do it again. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, it's just whatever. I have a hundred and deer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and on, there's people that deliberately poach, and then there's people that uh, make honest mistakes. There mm-hmm. are so many oh, laws. Right, right. That's so what just, I said. There, there's not, laws that you're like, like, oh shit, I didn't mean to do right, that. Like yeah, I didn't know. Sure. Right. And I and you can sort well, out the. Well, here's a, here's a good example. Didn't Lee Lukowski have something with that? Like a few years mm-hmm. ago, he yeah. accidentally tagged something wrong. But he but he went right up. And he, I called the right. board immediately, and yep. I said, hey, listen, guys, I did I this, and that that's all you got to do. You know, it's the same thing. Like if you do something wrong. And you lie about it and try to cover it up. It's worse. 
than if you're just like, I fucked up. Okay, so here here is my my biggest thing that I've ever seen happen in outdoor television that I praise highly, that I think very greatly of. Mark Drury shot a deer one year and accidentally used his any sex tag on a doe. Oh, yeah. I hate to say it, but there's a lot of people that would have peeled that tag back off realizing that mistake. He didn't. Right. He was honest about it. He owned up to it, and he went forward with it. It was a whole, on an episode, right? Yes, it was a whole episode. I and I was that. like, that is that is awesome for the industry. That is awesome for hunting in general. Yeah. Wow. For somebody to step up like that. And just... And just own up to it. I put the wrong tag on my deer, but it was my anti-sex tag. He tagged his doe with it, and he's like, I'm done in Iowa. I'm tagged out in Iowa. Yeah. Like props off. I didn't see that episode. Props off. It's an older one, right? It's It's an older episode. Five years or so. But like that, I mean, that like. It was literally just like, oh, crap. He already put it on, and it was like too late. Yeah. He shot a doe. He put put his anti-sex tag, his statewide anti-sex tag. For Iowa on a doe, and he was done. He was tagged out. Which, he, which, what's the law say? Like, you can't just be like, "Oh, I have it," but like, did he? He didn't call. No, it. if you, once the if, tag goes you, on, once that animal is tagged in Iowa, you have like fifteen minutes. Yeah, of from recovery, or something like yeah. that, okay. or something like that. I can't read it verbatim, but basically, you if your eyes are on your animal, get that tag. And it's really crazy. Like you, like I'm sure it's probably the same in most states, but you cannot move that animal either. Oh yeah, if you yeah. gotta tag it. Yeah, you gotta tag it yeah. immediately upon finding it and. Da 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 da, and you've got like I want to say it's like twenty four hours or something to call but it to in. To call it in, but just right, I right. mean, seeing you know their platform, the people that are seeing their show, and for Mark to step up like that, yeah. I mean, I earned a ton of respect seeing something like He's that. He's best happen. in the industry, though. I mean, you're talking. That's where the standard gets set. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. like that's I a mean, jury outdoors sets the standard. Period. Right. In that, my opinion, like they set the standard mm-hmm. on everything they do, but just. Publicly going out with that honesty. Oh, that's huge. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, because you're not going to be able to not get away with that because there's a lot of lot of shows that get caught. Um, dudes will be like hunting somewhere and they'll tag an animal like, hey, we're in zone. They'll be out west like we're in zone C and somebody's going to see that shit and it's like, no, I know exactly where you are. You are not in zone C and they'll get, someone got called out like that. Oh, yeah. Somebody knew they were not in that zone when they were like recovering the animal. They're like, dude, they are not there, and then when they bring light to it, yeah, all of a sudden, everybody's checking it, and they're like, yeah, this it, this shit goes down, so it's like, you gotta be careful what you put out there in social yeah. media, but also don't, you know, don't lie about, about shit, because it's just... It'll catch up to you. It'll catch up to you. It, Especially it, it, on social media nowadays, yeah. people are on it. Yeah, because people just want to put it out there just to get the likes and shit, yeah. it's like, hey, look, I'm out here, but it's, it's like, dude, are, are, are you just trying to be out here? Like, you... There's laws in place for reasons, so you know don't just try to get the put kill for the photo. Yeah, it. you got to put logic. It's just it's it's wild. It's it it so okay. loud when they move that. It was louder yeah. when Chase did it. It was way louder when Chase <laughs> did it. He just kind of like threw it down. <laughs> like an explosion. Yeah, yeah. I did. Then he just touch up spike. <laughs> Meanwhile, while we're recording, everyone's drinking the hell out of Bush Light. Yeah. So I say we just pounded a case. Oh yeah. yeah, people think this is a game, man. We're it's asking. This ain't no game, dude. This ain't <laughs> no game. Season vets. It's real life, yeah, dude. We're in <laughs> Iowa. Dude, could you imagine, like, if you did go to like federal prison for like poaching an animal, dude? Just you're gonna get passed around in jail, dude. Like, what'd you do? It's like you know, you I got a guy. He's like, he's like, yo, well, like, I, like, <laughs> I he's like, I, I beat two dudes to death with their own legs. You know what I mean? And then. <laughs> 
like you know you're doing the round table whatever but the dude's like yeah I set, I set a whole hospital wing on fire and what'd you do it's like ah yeah I, I shot a deer and put the wrong tag on it like dude you know who's <laughs> you know who's washing everybody's drawers you know you what I mean what? <laughs> yeah, and you're in here for how long six months mm. It's mm. it's over with for you. Like I watched Oz when it was on HBO. Like, dude, yeah. If if a if, if a guy who committed Oz. a hunting crime went in there, <laughs> oh my gosh, where did this podcast go? It went to hell. Oh, it went, went to hell. We covered about hell. everything though. Where are we straight at? Straight to hell. Then we're right about an hour. We got Cody Hicks still tonight, I guess. Yeah, we and we're out of officially. We're out of, out of, we're out of beer. Out of beer. Out of beer. We close the podcast there. I think you know what else do you do? Because I'm not going to keep talking if I don't have a. Push that's <laughs> I've been out for like 10 minutes. Just want to say. Okay, anything. I do have to ask something real quick before we close it out. One of you guys, I can't remember who it was. Oh, God. oh. Is this good or bad? Who's in trouble? Who got the picture of the can that said Bush Latte? Oh, Eric. we we had Dude. Those. What? They're Where? in Iowa. Stop it. Yeah. Stop. There's it. only a few states that have the actual lattes, <laughs> and Iowa is one of them. Why? Like, this is a fresh case from I got, Iowa. No, I got thirty. We have thirty packs of lattes in Eldridge, where I live. Okay, so Eric's the one that sent me this Snapchat, and you know, you get so many a day. I couldn't remember, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that had to be photoshopped." Hey, I got no. I that's have a no real, idea. We had them at the oh, podcast. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah, I'm did not, you know that? Uh, yeah, I did. You I'm not that. saying we. But I have not found a case yet. They're like hidden. Here's gems. what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that <laughs> we're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. God damn it, guys! I'm blind Sorry. as a fucking. I'm bat. not saying that we crowned Bush Latte. But you might have you had a small it. part of it. But I feel like we had a heavy impact on it. Do you we know about Bush Lattes? How does everybody know about Bush Lattes but me? You're living under a rock. They don't sponsor us. We've been rocking Bush Latte <laughs> he for doesn't leave his office. damn near That's five years true. now. Damn. Mm. I'm not saying we invented it. I'm not, I will never claim that. But I'm saying we had an impact. Oh, for sure. We did. We want royalties. They, lattes had a lot of impact. Then we know they're on to us. Oh, yeah. Hey, right. Blue Gills show when they're on to us. Ron right. Jeremy wasn't the first, but he was the best. Just throwing out. I hope people actually listen to this podcast because I'm afraid, like, Chase. you're losing everybody at minute three. <laughs> no, Terry. Chase, listen. That more story. Our listeners awesome. that are hardcore are ride or dies. Ride or die. And they know who they are, and we're giving you a big thank you right now. So if you made it this far, welcome to the club, baby. This cheers. Is working class bow hunter, and you're part of the family. Hang and bang. Cheers to a bush light. I we love I you could. guys. This is where it's closing. Thank you, Chase, for having us. Let's go drink more Bush Light, and we love you. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Later. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.